Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a Women in Tech Remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hi, this is Jessica Chang. I'm the CEO and co-founder of WeCare. We are a early childcare marketplace. I'm based in Los Angeles, California. You know, year one was really figuring out what is the product and like what are customers wanting to buy and does that product actually satisfy them? It was like a proof point, right? Year one was like, I've got this crazy idea. I think it's going to be able to solve it. Now I got to go prove that people are willing to pay for it or prove that people are willing to download it, depending on what kind of company you have. So that was really mostly year one was just figuring that out. And then year three is about taking an idea that works and really expanding it. It's about scale, right? It's about like, okay, I figured out how to make it work in LA. Could I actually replicate that somewhere else? And could I make it more efficient? Like, could I actually build a team out based on like being able to make them more efficient? So month after month, are they making it easier on themselves? Could we use product to automate certain steps for them? And could we expand out and showcase that we can replicate multiple times in different areas. So it's different time periods. Obviously, year three was a little bit filled with COVID too. So there was also the, how do we make this work again? (laughs) The reinvention of self, of identity, of everything is this pandemic. One question I love to ask is, I'm just like in love with productivity tools. What's your favorite tool? It could be app, website, software, hardware. What's one that I must check out that is your absolute favorite? Oh man, this is, you know, this is going to sound really bad, but this is very COVID specific because we're all stuck at home and I need what I could call retail therapy. Are you about to say Amazon? Yes, I'm about to say Amazon. It is, look, look, the reason why I say this is it keeps me sane, right? So I can't go to the grocery store. So what do I do? I'm going on Whole Foods, buying groceries. My kid's toy doesn't make a sound and is driving me nuts. And he's like screaming on the top of his lungs. I go to Amazon and be like, get me batteries, send it to me tomorrow. So I know this sounds bad, but literally on Amazon almost every day to keep my family sane. And that makes me like happy. But I think the other one, like I would say for me personally would be like Headspace right now. 
And to be honest, I'm a little bit like <laughs> a little bit cheap. And they were offering everyone in LA um, subscriptions, premium subscriptions till the end of this year. So I was like, oh, I'll take advantage of this. And it's been really nice. Just like that is one of the parts that I would say my individual time is made up of is like, how do I meditate and kind of keep myself grounded and make sure that I am good for work and also good for my family. So, I mean, it's hard. I mean, this year has been really hard. I don't want to make it sound any easier and it shouldn't be any easier, but there are things that we can do for ourselves to keep ourselves better. And that's the only way that we can serve others. Hi, I am Deja Williams. I am a manufacturing and quality engineer at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. We work on NASA's robotic systems based in Los Angeles, California. Oh, I mean, when you bring on talent, when you're a recruiter of any sort, like you got to just always want the best for your talent, whether that's with you or with another team, you know, especially in the workplace. Like if you see potential in this particular employee or, you know, yeah, employee of yours, and you know that they would do better on that team, like pitch them to that team. Don't be selfish and hold them back. So interesting. Before we go too much further, where can people connect with you? I mean, people need to be following you on Instagram, hundreds. For sure. <laughs> so Instagram, you can uh, follow me at, at Deja.Monet. So that's D-A-J-A-E dot M-O-N-A-E. And it's the same on Twitter, but just within, instead of a dot, it's an underscore. So D-A-J-A-E underscore Monet, M-O-N-A-E. Hit me up on LinkedIn. You can, I'm the only random Deja Williams in the world. So just search my name and you'll find my social medias or DejaWilliams.com has everything. It's a one-stop shop for all my social medias. I want people to subscribe to my YouTube. I am about to start posting more YouTube, but I'm like halfway to monetizing. So I need more subscribers. Go to YouTube and search my name, Deja Williams, and you'll find me there. You'll find my educational music videos and there'll be more cool stuff to come. I love it. So a few fun questions I like to ask. First one, have you ever been on a podcast before? Yes, I have. Yay! Tell, mm-hmm. tell me a, a, one or two of them that we could recommend them to our audience. Oh my God. NPR has, this is my hugest like feature ever. NPR has a, a science-y podcast. Um, and it's called Shortwave. And it's basically like everyday science. It's making the everyday person interested in science. So they don't use all of these huge words that people don't understand. Um, that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, I was on the Lindsay Elmore show. I did that recently. Um, yeah, I've done a few. I just can't remember them all. <laughs> you are so famous. <laughs> oh, my God. You're crazy. <laughs> and what is the best piece of advice that your mom has given you? Because your mom sounds like a superhero. She sounds like an incredible mom that we should all aspire to be like. So I'd love to know the words that have stuck with you that your mom gave you. She is a superhero. Her best piece of advice was to consider the STEM field. I initially wanted to be a music producer and she saw that I was getting a little bit better at math and science. And she saw the numbers that there weren't a lot of African-Americans and um, women in in those fields. So she wanted me to consider engineering and I just kind of took off with it. So 
the fact that she led me in that way, that's her best piece of advice. She changed my life with that. Hi, I'm Sheena Brady, and I'm the founder of TST and Founders Fund. We believe in investing in yourself and your well-being while investing in women around the world. And I'm based in Ottawa, Ontario. Being informed by data, but not acting alone on data. And that's tricky, right? So at the end of the day, it's a combination of like, okay, looking at the numbers, looking at the stats, looking at all the facts, and then, you know, letting that influence what next steps might look like. And then it's also a combination for me anyway, trusting my gut. My gut makes me like risk adverse. I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I will just jump into anything without thinking twice about it, which is not good. And I've learned the craft over the years of making sure that I also back it up with being informed by data. So it's a really tricky balance because in the past, I've definitely just have dived, you know, right off the cliff. And then, you know, I'm just like, wait, where's the parachute? Oh no, I forgot to build it. So, you know, I've had those moments, but, you know, I think a recent example of a huge risk I took on, we had a partnership, ironically, with another company in LA. They gave us our biggest purchase order to date. And it was 125,000 units of one product that I carried. So right. it was a really big order. And in order to make that happen, I needed money, obviously, to front the manufacturing costs of manufacturing this product. Right. And so it was half a million dollars I needed to find. Yeah. Let's just go find a half a mil. Yeah. Let's go find half a million. Yeah. It was in, and also in, let's go find half a million in the middle of a pandemic. (gasps) Good luck. This was in April. And I, and I had our, our, um, I was, you know, talking to my bank and I was like, you need to help me. Like, this is again, like by this point I had a really good relationship with my bank and it took years to get there, but come on, half a million dollars is a lot of money, especially in the pandemic. I knew I was going to have my work cut out for me. And the thing about purchase orders for anyone who's not familiar with what that process looks like, if somebody buys something from you and commits to a large order, you have to say yes to the purchase order first and then go to the bank and say, I have a guaranteed revenue purchase order. So it's kind of like a chicken and egg situation. I can't just go to the bank and say, Hey, I want to pitch this product, but can you back me for 500 grand? They're going to be like, um, no, go get the purchase order first. But then if I say yes to the purchase order and the bank says, Oh, okay, but we still can't do it. Then I have to let down the client and lose the sale. Right. It's a tricky thing. So I was pleading with my bank. I was like, look, you have to help me, help me figure this out. And I was organizing all the paperwork and everything, credit checks, all that stuff. And they were just like, look, we're so focused on helping businesses that are drowning in the pandemic right now. Like you're not our priority. Like we're really sorry. Mm. And I said, well, if you don't help me, like I'm going to become one of those businesses that are drowning, you know, in the middle of this pandemic. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.